Well, it would appear the government is shutting down, and a lot of people are confused as to what that really means. What it means is anyone can go into the government and start being the new government. There's not another one to stop you. You just go in. So, now that chaos reigns, we plan to get some folks walking the front door and do some legislating of our own. And, much like the Lord God, I've got a plan to fix the country in one week. So, day one, free Lunchables and Capri Suns for everyone. Already, people are loving the new government because it's doing shit for them. Day two, change the country's name. America, tired as fuck. From now on, we're Eagle Storm, because that name fucking slaps. Day three, new national anthem, Thunderstruck by ACDC, because we're a country that gets shit done. Day four, trim the fat, homeland security, defense, national debt, Florida, white dudes over 60, all gone, sending that shit to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Day five, everyone has to stop doing racism, except to Italians, though. That's still okay. Day six, no more news media. Do you want to find out about shit? We've got Zeppelins flying around with giant LED screens. You don't have to watch Fox News or MSNBC. Only podcasts and Zeppelins. Day seven, Eagle Storm is the greatest country on Earth. We throw a huge fucking kegger to celebrate. All the other countries are invited and we party so hard. We have the best foreign relations of all time. That, all the problems get fixed. Everyone loves us. New best country in the world. So welcome to our glorious new Red Star over Oklahoma government. You're all a part of it now until the day the podcast ends, because that's also the day the world ends. <laughs> it's perfect. You know, I'm really glad that we finally come out as a uh, Marxist, Leninist, Maoist, Lunchableist uh, podcast. Yeah, Pro Capri Sun is definitely something that needs to go into the description of the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's uh, canon now. That's a part of our ideology. <laughs> Uphold the immortal science of Marxism, Capri Sunism. <laughs> Many months has come and gone since I wandered from my home in those Oklahoma hills where I was born. Many a page of life has turned, many a lesson I have learned. Well, I feel like in those hills I still belong. Way down yonder in the Indian nation Ride my pony on the reservation In those Oklahoma hills where I was born Now way down yonder in the Indian nation The cowboy's life is my occupation In those Oklahoma hills where I was born I'm Adam Burnett I'm Carl Roberts I'm Parker Nelson And I'm Stephen Lessman And this is Red Star Over Oklahoma We are a small political news podcast Broadcasting about left Oklahoma how you doing this week, boys? Uh, we're doing. Uh, living in anarchy, you know? Oh, no more yeah. government. Uh, no government. It's great. What day is it? Is it day day three? Day four? I'm, I'm uh, working off a non-binary... Uh, oh, only two? Damn. I'm, I'm working off a non-binary uh, date system from now on, so I actually can't tell you what day it is <laughs> oh. in numbers. Fuck, all right. Yeah, we're, we're no, there's no, no government thing has gotten to me. <laughs> non-binary doesn't mean you can't count. It Shut up, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Switching to the, the Taekwondo calendar. <laughs> Switching to the uh, French Revolution calendar. Actually, uh, they have a calendar. I, I, okay, is it really? Is it really should... just chopping days off the end of the month? Whatever they do, they feel like it. No, they wanted to make everything metric. A uh, proof metric system is from the devil. Uh, so they made everything based on a uh, base ten. Well, did uh, they also uh, make the revolution the New Year zero? Yeah. Did. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. New government, New Year's <laughs> Zero. <laughs> the 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 Lunchables government. Yeah, t- sponsored by Lunchables. 
It's two. <laughs> brought to you by Capri Sun and Lunchables. <laughs> Uh, uh, actually, you know, I, I still think that it was heretical to change from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar, so <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. You're a proponent of the November to revolution. To, I'm going to need you yeah. to disparage the Julian calendar because it's important. <laughs> uh, but we, we are actually in a, a government shutdown, everybody. That, that is real. Uh, the people in Washington have, have decided to stick their own dicks their up workers. their own butts. <laughs> no, no, no. They've, here's not, here's what they've decided. They've decided to not pay workers and make them come to work. Only some of them, though. Some of them, they're not paying and saying you can't come into work. And that, uh, I mean, if you got a good paycheck, you got some money saved up, which is utterly unlikely. That that does actually sound nice. Um, it's not. Um, but so I just wanna I wanna tell everybody what that actually means because government shutdown sa- sounds kind of crazy, you know. Um, what does it mean? Is the military going to be... Ooh, excuse me. Uh, is the military going to be at home? Social security checks coming in. I know we have a large number of listeners that get social security checks. Um, but what it, what it actually means is just that everything they call a non-essential um, stop, stops working. So uh, a brief covery, cover of what that is... Um, that means national parks, uh, except this time national parks are going to be open if they have entrance fees. That means the Smithsonian Museums and the National Zoo, Library mm. Congress, uh, the National Institutes of Health uh, won't be doing most of its work. It's uh, furloughing 77% of its staff. The FDA is furloughing 42%. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will be furloughing all but 37% of its staff. Um, and then regulatory agencies are going away. Like the EPA is going to be almost entirely closed. Though sadly, Scott Pruitt won't be kicked uh. out, which sucks. Um, <clears throat> the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and the U.S. Commodity Future Trading Commission are both going to be closed uh, while sending the majority of their staff home. Uh, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, however, will be open. That's at least a good thing. Uh, VA hospitals are still going to be open, and Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid are going to be going through. Though not things like WIP, WIC, and uh, SNAP funding. So, like the money we give to poor people that would starve without it, they, they don't get that money anymore. Um, that that that's fucked up. They don't need um, it. Women and children don't need formula. <clears throat> it's not. Yeah. Go. Yeah, that seems like not the gonna most essential program. No. Food for people who need it. No. 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 That's a dole, <laughs> and those babies should hold themselves. Supr- by surprisingly, their not somehow. Um, though the people who do need it are are the military. For some, I don't know why it is essential that we bomb Yemeni kids um, and let our kids start. It seems like our government actually thinks its essential role is killing children. That might be why. <laughs> Um, but, uh, the U S postal service, yeah, I mean, we're good. Uh, We were actually joking about that last night. We went to a bar called NATO and I was like, oh man, are we going to be able to get in? I didn't kill any kids on the way here. And then my (laughs) Turkish friend was like, don't you remember you're an American? That's what your government's for. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like, like good job. I have a a government. We watch point of honor and then know what a good thing it was. <laughs> watch whatever this fucking show is. Or, Adam yeah, I don't even remember what it was called. I'm entranced. 
Guys, I'm barely paying attention. I'm mostly watching Lone Survivor. Uh, Lone okay, Survivor, that's it. It's good. They all have names like that. It's like Point of Honor, uh, Valor of Champions, uh, <laughs> Survivor of War. Oh, fun, killing a fun times. Which one was that? <laughs> that uh, that's called Yemen 2018. Uh, Great spring break location. Uh, <laughs> but there, there are other things break. that are still going to... Uh, some other things are still going to be open, which we're going to come back to why there's all bullshit in a little bit, too. It's, it's more um, the prisons and border control all all going to be functioning. Apparently, that's essential. Oh, absolutely. I mean, on some level, I do. I am glad that federal prisons are open because I could totally see them like closing federal prisons, but just locking them. And then... <laughs> <laughs> like everybody starves to death. What a like, fucking meme, dude! Me. All right, well I'll see y'all. We can't. Uh, I ain't getting paid for this shit. Like, what's that, turn what's out that the fucking... lights and yeah. What's that show? A super prison or whatever? Super jail? Super jail? Like they just super yeah, jail. it just all turns into super jail. Um, but yeah, so that that's super what's happening. Super prison. We need to create prison. a spinoff. <laughs> super prison, the uh, non-trademark version. <laughs> Um, but there, there's a really good article I'm going to post that covers all the bases and why it's fucking crazy called It's Not a Government Shutdown, It's a Right-Wing Coup by Adam H. Johnson from The Nation. And, and, and he just lays it out. Like, what a government shutdown actually means is that the U.S. government stops doing anything that makes it worthwhile and just, like, keeps on murdering people and helps the rich people get richer. So anytime people talk about a government shutdown, just tell them it's not because things still run we just stop doing the things that like make people live yeah oh especially just... with the yeah with the differentiation between like the civil cases and the criminal cases that are still being prosecuted that was what i found fucking hilarious i was like oh yeah of course the criminal arm of the government's like yeah let's keep doing this yeah well basically they just hold the american people hostage until the two sides that aren't affected by it can whatever make a deal with each other or something yeah um, as, I mean, this guy, this guy lays it, lays it out, right? And he just says, if, if the last shutdown is any guide, the military, Trump's luxurious vacation, soft power, our bombing of seven Muslim-majority countries, NSA bulk surveillance, agencies that prop up the oil and gas industry, the CIA's arming and funding of Syrian rebels, and the FBI's entrapment regime will remain entirely untouched. So everything we hate. <laughs> oh, good. Like, as long as the empire stays, like, we need to just keep the facilities of our empire intact, then, yeah. then, yeah, we can let, like, the all the programs that help people, they can just go away. Yeah, yeah they, bro, you don't think it'll be them. more efficient at killing people without all these bureaucracies all around, man? <laughs> Jesus, just tanking the funding. I just really miss the good old days where we didn't we have to play this cat and mouse game, and the king just told us what country we were being conscripted to go to war for, <laughs> and we just picked up our hobble, and our, we got our pitchfork, and we walked until we got to Jerusalem, and then we died. And that's it. And we didn't have to complain or talk about it or make podcasts. We just yeah, honest, honestly, just not having Twitter already sounds like I'd much rather be under one of those monarchy regimes. <laughs> okay, uh, y'all just missed the fucking fire Thomas Münster German peasant <laughs> revolt podcast. That shit was dope. That shit was really cool. <laughs> I was into it. Okay, I was See, around fifteen twenty-five. I'm I'm missing the nostalgic <clears throat> days of 2013 when we had Boner still here. God, that's so that is so frustrating that a guy whose name is Boner is not in government. I know, I know. That was that was what uh what one of my fellow workmates like he he celebrated the government shutdown by refusing to call him Boner anymore. 
Yeah, that's that was the best character to have leading government shutdown. It's pretty literally call boner. Yeah. Instead of fucking Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and <laughs> King, uh, the art of the deal official <laughs> Donald Trump. I actually, Donald uh, Trump, like a good president, actually canceled his Mar-a-Lago vacation for this week because of the shutdown. So, actually, no, I think he went back. Never mind. I yeah. think he did, end up, he did end up doing it again. <laughs> I, was, I was actually curious and started looking into other politicians with pretty great names. You know what I mean? Who have, who have run. My, my favorite was uh, Coon Rippy Governor, who ran for Tennessee. He looks like this really stoic, white-bearded, like he's got those blue blocker shades on with the really low-billed Tennessee hat. Very nice. <laughs> Another guy named Butch Otter, but apparently everybody kept shitting. He was the, he's the governor of Idaho, but all of his haters kept referencing this Urban Dictionary link, which calls him an, like a, a Butch Otter's a gay man who is very hairy all over his body, but is smaller in frame and weighs considerably less than a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh god, I love Reddit. Anyway, See, back, back just, to the story. <laughs> I'm just really mad that Thaxby Chambliss isn't in the Senate anymore, because that name literally just sounds like somebody who, who shot black people for fun while, while he owned slaves. Like, it, there, it just, the name says it all. It's all in there was a guy named Richard Sweat, S-W-E-T-T, -T, <laughs> who was the ambassador. So his name from... was Dick Sweat. <laughs> his name was Dick Sweat. He was the, the U.S. ambassador to Denmark from 1998 to 2001. Oh, uh, well, oh, they shit. sent him to, like, the one oh, country shit. that wouldn't make jokes about it. So. <laughs> oh, shit. The goat herder has stumbled upon the American soldiers. I'm very interested. See, we need to keep the government running. We need to keep this part of the government running so that we can keep committing war crimes to save American lives, right? Because that's totally how that works. <laughs> it's great. God. They're portraying them not killing children. <laughs> and then they're saying it's a bad thing. You're fucking crazy. But, but to get back... Um, yeah, Adam's like, we need to keep this episode tight, and then <laughs> we're doing like commentary on this, this movie. He's ideology porn. <laughs> All um, right, government shutdown. Yes, so I mean I, that really does lay out what it is. Is basically any institution of the federal government that does things that it should do is gone, and anything that does bad shit is is going to continue. Um, mm. But. The, the big question right now is, how did we end up in uh, this shitbag You may situation? ask yourself, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen that video of Donald Trump that's ma mashed up with, with that song? Because it, yes, it's real. you sent it to me. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's we should add, great. add that link into the show description. Yeah, I will. I will. Somebody sent that to me. Not to point out, so I can do that. Um, but... Donald Trump is asking himself, how did we get here? And how we got, got here um, is really straightforward, right? Uh, the Republicans, and, and, and I say this because it's just true, uh, the Republicans are mostly to blame, but they're not entirely to blame. Um, because the big sticking point right now is Well, that I mean, they control all three branches of government and both houses in congress so yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if the government shuts down yeah it's on them no it's a hundred percent like a hundred percent like 90 percent of the blame is on them um, but yes and, no the, the democrats it's, are it's not, their fault yeah <laughs> it's just the thing is the reason i'm saying it's like 90 percent is because this has to be able to beat a filibuster in the senate which is why the government shut down because it can't beat a filibuster and republicans need nine democratic votes to pass 
anything that would do that. And so the whole deal was, you know, with how our government is set up, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do, right? The Senate is supposed to meet, make it so that minorities can keep stuff from happening they don't like. And fucking Art of the Deal president, uh, for some reason, was unable to get nine Senate Democrats to get on board with the plan, partially because no one knows what he wants, including House and Senate Republicans. They just have no idea what he actually wants. Um, and also partially because the more to pick up those nine Democratic votes in the Senate, Republicans would have to lose um, would have to lose votes, most likely in the House. And also partially in the Senate, because when it came up for a vote, five Senate Republicans did not vote for it. Um, well, and what this vote is, yeah, like, essentially, we, we haven't gone over, like, what the votes regarding. We talked about it in previous episodes. But, yeah, essentially, the, like, CHIP and DACA funding, uh, what, what's the, like, actual vote over? Yeah, the so the vote there? right um, – the vote holding is that one or the other hostage. Like, they're, it's, it's DACA now that Democrats are making the stand on because Democrats have said uh, the deferred action for childhood arrivals, so for DREAMers, um, mm-hmm. is a thing that is a requirement to be included in a budget deal, right? Because the Democrats have finally found out they have a spine after they offered funding for a border wall to Trump. I want everyone to remember that. Chuck, Chuck yeah, fucking yeah, Schumer yeah. said, we will fund a border wall if you all will protect DREAMers. So there's scum still yeah, uh, no, leading Democrats. Like, they're already, yeah, compromising and everything. They were willing to let the wall happen. But, yeah. uh, but they, they're just saying there has to be, like, dreamers have to have assured status, right? That's the point that they're making. Um, and the... Because it's a funding bill, you know, there's stuff about, oh, should we build a wall, you know, how much should we fund the military and all these kinds of things. And there, and Senate Democrats have said, since we do have influence here, you all are going to have to give us some shit to get this through, which makes sense. That's how politics work. You need their votes. You need to get them on your side. Um, and Donald Trump has been talking with the most conservative members of the House about this who don't want to bend at all and don't seem to understand that you need 60 votes in the Senate to pass a, a spending bill. And that means that you're going to have to have that. So the Democrats are refusing to pass what's called a continuing resolution, where the government will be funded at the levels it was funded at previously until they come up with a new budget. And they're also refusing to pass any new budget unless it includes these protections for dreamers, um, which is good. Um, that, that's a very valuable thing because they're saying we have power in this situation and we can use it to get things we want politically, which is why Republicans have been good at governing um, until now because they, they really can't fucking do it. Um, and that's where we are. It doesn't look like there's anywhere to move forward on because Democrats have said very straightforwardly, no, we won't continue the budget fund. Like, we probably won't. We might do it for two weeks, but the House has said, or rather for three weeks, the House has said we'll only do a continuing resolution for four weeks, so that wouldn't work. Um, They've also said that, and then Paul Ryan in the House is following what's called the Hastert Rule, which is this idiot fucking rule Republicans came up with in the 90s, where they say that you need to pass bills with the majority of the majority, or you lose the speakership of the House. So he's right, yeah, not in not a, a position. Simple majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, and he's not in a position to pass a bill that could get Senate Democrats on board because he couldn't pass it with the majority of his vote of Republicans in the House because he's shedding Freedom Caucus Republicans as he tries to add on things that will get Senate Democrats happy. So there's really 
not a way out except for, for somebody to cave. Um, right. I know. Yeah, I wonder to which party is uh, most prone to caving. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the party that said, "Oh, this thing that we actively hated and said we would never do, uh, we will give it to you." The party that caved and didn't get what they wanted by caving. That party <laughs> might be the one that would do that. Uh, Look, um, Obamacare was an entire was a bill written just by Democrats and Republicans helped them. And you know what? That's how party politics no. works. We work hand in hand right here. Okay, this is America. All right, democracy is alive, and how we do this is by working together. And so, what I'm telling you, Carl, is that you know what? I believe in the political system. It's gonna work. It's gonna work this time, and they're gonna they're gonna build that well, wall, is... and Democrats are not gonna get a goddamn thing. Cue the I mean, West Wing this... music. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Democrats will say, we'll be angry and then cave on everything like they did with FISA, like they did with saying they'll fund the wall. But it's also instructive that that even saying we'll fund your fucking wall, you idiot, didn't work because it's not about anything. No, because the Republicans never will ever let Democrats get a single win. That's like how their party has risen by never letting the Democrats get anything they want. And the Democrats still think like it's a they can just keep trading favors with each other, and that's how it still works. But it's not. The Republicans are never going to give you anything. Not a fucking thing. They won't, and they don't want to, you know, because they know they can do this and not get in trouble. I mean, they're probably going to get fucking wiped in the House in 2018 anyways. And I literally like almost jumped in an argument on Facebook. Uh, where where my dad was posted some you know the meme where the guy's riding the bike and he's like I can fund the government I can fund the government. <laughs> and he puts this uh, the stick in his spoke yeah and it's like Republican oh fucking Fuck Democrat uh, and this guy was like rapidly saying it's Democrats' fault and it's like no no it's not you know it's the exact same shit actually and this this goes back to a thing I said a few episodes ago that I think remains true like all the terrible shit that happens in Oklahoma politics ends up happening in national politics because republicans just steal it from us yeah and it's the same thing with the special session they couldn't like the get consequenceless to... proving grounds for terrible republican policy we're a laboratory <laughs> of democracy <laughs> um we, that's also but... why we have all of, like the test fast food stores that carry like horrifying <laughs> disgusting foods before they send them out to the east coast <laughs> like the taco bell that's just like it's a diarrhea burrito we didn't yes. want to lie to you <laughs> Um, but it is actually like this is not a joke here. That's this is actually what happened because Oklahoma's special session couldn't finish because House Republicans couldn't get a plan that would please enough House Democrats and also please enough people in their own caucus. And now that's what's happening at the national level. So like we are prophets now. This is this is the second time in in a week <laughs> that we have said something <laughs> prophetic. Um, just listen to us to know the future. <laughs> is, is what I want to say at this point. Um, like, that's a good logical jump. Okay, Parker, it is. That's, that's why we're going to be in charge. Can, can I ride that into just making, like, telling people what the lotto numbers are and uh, <laughs> what all the box scores from the NBA games are going to be? Because yes. it helps I... your scratchers if you sniff them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Washington Generals are due for a win. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Actually, only if you only if people pay you for that and you put it into the show, Adam. Okay. That's it. okay. <laughs>
Um, I, there's a market for that. Don't even think there isn't. <laughs> I, I know there is. Um, but uh, the last thing I want to say about the shutdown is is like a, a, a kind of strategic or, or tactical thing for socialists that I think is actually important and that we should be thinking about, you know? Because I know there's probably like in total 500 socialists in the state of Oklahoma, right? But Not yeah, like this is a situation that definitely seems hard to be like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? And I think I think what what we are supposed to do is, is actually take Take a really good lesson from uh, one Mr. Vladimir Lenin, right? Uh, during the Russian Revolution, there was this period, well, before the Russian Revolution, between the February Revolution and the October Revolution, um, where because the liberal Kerensky government wasn't really able to run society, um, there was a, a space for the development of, of a new government, right? Of, Soviets running society. And of course, you know, Soviets as in workers' councils ended up being destroyed later by Stalin, but that's not important for that right now. The point is that people had spent time developing the relationships, developing the networks necessary to, when there was a failure of the state to do its job, step in and provide the stuff people needed, right? And this is, this is a tactic everybody does in politics. It's like actually really good. Um, and you know, it's something that happened in Seattle in the Seattle general strike in 1919, where the workers were like, we all work together. We can still run the city. It's something that uh, Hezbollah does and Hamas do. Um, I mean, it's something that the Houston DSA did during Harvey. They came in and started providing water and food and like, you know, driving people in and out of the city. Exactly. And it's something that we should all be focused on. You know, it doesn't matter if you listen to the show in Oklahoma or somewhere else, you should be working on that. But especially in Oklahoma, we're a pretty poor state. We get a lot of federal money through programs like WIC and SNAP. Um, and if we start developing those relationships, it puts us in a good political position in the future. And I know this is like a five year down the line thing, but it highlights the fact that we can start working on building what socialism will look like, an economy based on solidarity. Um, and that we can use opportunities like this in the future because there are setting, people that are going to be hungry. Setting and up, yeah, setting up an them, infrastructure to do anything to mitigate the effects of people losing their SNAP would probably be the best thing that any organization could do right now. And to note, yeah. there are a lot of organizations that, I mean, do a lot of this kind of work right now. I mean, there's a absolutely there's, I mean, there's a lot of great, and I mean, you know. And I think we can always use this as a call to, you know, say if you if you don't or if you have the gumption or man, if you've got some old cans sitting in your uh, it, sitting in your uh, cupboard, there is a John 316 mission somewhere near you. And there are plenty of places to donate food and plenty Go. of places to donate time. And that is really there are great organizations that work hard in the streets to help individuals in Oklahoma. And OK, I, w- I want to. I do want to push back a little. Uh, don't donate to John 316. There's the Solidarity Through Food Kitchen organization in the Tulsa area. There's Food Not Bombs, I know, in Oklahoma City Metro. Like, the thing is, and I think this is important as a form of political praxis, when we do do this, look for organizations that have the right politics, too. Because it's not enough to just, you know, this, this is a way for us to be like, look, socialism isn't scary. Socialism is a good thing. So donate to organizations that you could get behind the message of as well. Yeah. And I, if you can't do that, I, yeah. like, not jumping on any sort of train that could potentially help somebody, even though, I mean, there's arguments on both sides for that. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I fundamentally, the the point is to keep people from being hungry. But yeah. like, you can do that in a way that promotes socialism too. Yeah. yeah. Since that's the fucking goal of socialism, do that if you can right now. Yeah. My experience growing up rural is just always it's it's about location for me. And I know churches and Goodwills, man, they always got a food pantry in the back of that place. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not even necessarily opposed. To if you got a left wing cool socialist leaning church, got some liberation theologists and. Yeah, I mean, cool Baptist down, instead of Southern Baptist. Like, it could be in Oklahoma, the church is like the only community organization that exists in yeah. a lot of cases. So, yeah, Very that's much. just whatever by whatever means you could use, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and if you can choose, choose. But if you can't, you know, right now what counts is making sure that fucking babies don't starve because we decided it's important to bomb yeah, kids and not to feed them here. Yeah, because we just. I think this proved that the government. I mean. We've known this for a while, but just that the government is not there to help you. It has no interest in, like, helping people who actually need it. It's just about the grievances they have with each other and a class of people that are just, that they don't mind cutting loose is completely, you know, not something they care about at all. Yeah. I mean, it's actually, really, yeah, Parker? Oh, oh, this actually reminds me. That's ah, probably not a good. Yeah, no, fuck it. Uh, it reminds me of an Onion article that I read that I read a while ago. Uh, I'll have to find. I'll have to find it. We'll probably put it up on Reddit uh, as as my pick of the week. But it was about. Uh, it actually was our our, our boy John Boner uh, taking uh, co- about about a bipartisan Congress taking groups of school children hostage. <laughs> and it was pretty. It, it was. I'll have to find it because uh, uh, it had some had some really some really good. All the like now it's the only thing they could agree on was that there was a tour <laughs> all the way through the the Capitol building where they they took all these eleven uh, year olds hostage or something. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we're at. Like the one thing yeah. that they can both agree to is keep funding our giant military industrial complex. Like, well, keep like, that. You keep the wheels that, of military. You know spending. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, Mitch McConnell tweeted out a photo. Saying it's not fucking hard, Democrats or whatever. You just have to. Which one are you gonna pick? And it was like DACA recipients or chip recipients. And so it literally was saying, pick which children you want to fuck. <laughs> that was his, uh, his like basis I don't, for. I don't think it, I think Comet Ping Pong was saying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you were, talking you were about saying pick which children open. you want to fuck over. He he always yes. picks the cheese pizza. That's, it's an like unfortunate turn of phrase. <laughs> All of a sudden, you um, just Schumer pistol whipping, like <laughs> pistol whipping children. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, but uh, did you see the uh, wicked own by the? I think it was the Nevada Democrats of getting a guy in a turtle furry God. suit and, and calling him Mitch McConnell. I think oh, that's gonna. I, just, it's gonna unite I don't the government. know what it what it says about Nevada Democrats. They have a furry turtle suit. Like, I don't want to king shame or anything, but I just want to know that Nevada Democratic Party apparatchik that, that like, the fucking eternal suit. Like The Nevada DNC slogan is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, man. Uh, well, um, but already, it, just, yeah. Uh, yeah, just just a little bit more. I'm going to post some reading on, on dual power and what that is as, like, a strategy. Um, there's some really cool stuff by Frederick Jameson that I like. Um, so... Go check out the Reddit post for some, some dope lessons and reads on that. Nice. Well, so this week in Oklahoma news, uh, I had found an article from The Frontier uh, by – let me scroll back up to the top here – by Cassie McClung. And 
I was really struck by this article because, uh, like I said earlier, I grew up in a pretty rural background in Oklahoma. And basically what this is talking about is that we have defunded our schools to a point where we can no longer afford to either hire or keep nurses uh, in our public schools. And so I just I, I, I was kind of struck by this article in a couple ways, but uh, I want to start with the very first uh, quote from uh, a Vanita su- public school superintendent, which is actually about 10 miles from where I grew up. And uh, in reference to their nurses, she says, uh, we work them to death, but for the most part, we make it work. And some of the uh, uh, quotes in this article are pretty are pretty enlightening. But essentially what has what has happened is, is that. Um, because of how, uh, schools are funded in Oklahoma, um, it really does not benefit the like poor rural communities because in Tulsa and Oklahoma city, a lot of those schools are able to be funded through ad valorem tax, which is property tax. So the better property, the more the property is valued, the more taxes go into the schools. And Mm -hmm. that is separate from like state and federal funding, which they have to qualify for in different ways. So, I mean, just on a face value, if everyone test scores and whatnot, yeah, if everyone gets the same funding from the state and then you have somewhere like Edmond where your property value is super high, those schools automatically have more cash regardless of how many students they have. And I mean, like. You know, you guys went to Booker T. You understand how it can work the other way in the inner city where they gerrymandered the districts so that oh, one yeah. school has no money and everyone else gets the property value. And so, yep. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, that is a problem in the inner city as well, but especially in rural Oklahoma where they don't even have to gerrymander the districts. The property is just so big, it's just not worth as much. What ends up happening is what they talk about in this article is they have to share nurses between schools and so they have to ship nurses around and one nurse might spend three or four hours a day in four or five different schools and then move four or five different schools throughout the week and this is just i think so much of how uh education in oklahoma especially public education works is just so cyclical in the destructive nature of it Um, well i want to i want to uh yeah i want to bring up the i think i Posted this in the last reading series, but this book I've been reading, The Color of Law, um, just going back to what you're saying about gerrymandering, this book is just about how, um, like, city zoning and just all of those things really segregate cities and move money around and are, like, super discriminatory policies. But, yeah, it just talks about how interesting, like, and complex the ways are that they will draw these districts and, like, you know, rezone places to fuck over poor people and particularly poor people of color. Yeah. And so if you're interested in how that works, I recommend giving it a read. It's a lot of super fascinating and super fucked up ways that racism still happens in city planning. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In terms of like back when they re- refused to give uh, people of color loans to live in particular neighborhoods, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. kind of how, uh, like, I, I think I, yeah, absolutely. Still, it's still, Hello, still eight mile. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I mean, so this is, you know, completely something that is also, uh, like y'all said, you know, present in the inner city. But like I said, it's such a, it's the cyclical nature of the destructiveness of it that blows me away because. It's just, you know, if you can imagine these kids in rural areas who don't have access, you know, easily to hospitals, they don't, you know, get to see doctors very often. And, you know, maybe the only contact they have with people of that nature is through DHS. 
and then when you have you know a nurse who isn't able to spend time with that and is on is in a hurry they aren't able to give the kind of you know deep care that some of these kids need because you know not just is this for you know little stuff like you know cuts and bumps and bruises and breaking your nose playing football it's well, a lot of times your school nurse will be the first person who can notice something that like might actually be a problem yeah. like abuse abuse or i mean medical stuff too just something like referring someone to a doctor but yeah abuse as well like there's all sorts of like really important things that people are losing by having bad school health programs yeah. well and it's also like they they listed this in the article that like um sometimes students will come to uh, burgess with chapped lips or scraped knees okay that's what a school nurse is for and then other times there are more serious needs such as help managing diabetes or other chronic conditions and that's also part of the thing where especially for rural communities but really anywhere that healthcare in america is so fucked up that we expect kids at school to be able to get this kind of coverage you know yeah no kids should be getting help managing diabetes at fucking school that should no, not absolutely. be happening yeah um like that like i i i was talking to masha about this uh section actually a little bit I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, we're, we're, we're not able to fund this. And she was like, what do you mean nurses? We don't have nurses at schools. And they don't have nurses at schools because if a kid is sick, they just go to the doctor. <laughs> it's not even a thing. Like, it's, it's not something people conceive of because they're like, you don't need a nurse at a school because the health care of children is, is something we have decided as a society should not be an issue. Right. Because we can solve that problem. And that's part of this intersection is that, you know, more rural places, more inner city air quotes around, you know, yeah, around I that forget, places. I forget other countries you can just walk in to get health care. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, you got to do a whole thing. It's good that we have nurses in schools. And I was like, oh, wait, no. When you get health care everywhere for free always, then, yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> yeah, no. If like, only, I go only. to the doctor. I show them. I, like, show them my uh, uh, health insurance card. And then the only shit I fill out is stuff the doctor, like, why I went to the doctor. Just like, I feel like this today. I want you to check out this or something. That's it. And that's true for children. <laughs> and and so we don't have this concern. And it's part of that intersection where... You mean you don't, you don't poor, order fish antibiotics offline because <laughs> you can't go to urgent care? Yeah, bro, the horse, those, those horse antibiotics. <laughs> oh. I actually, there was a guy that... Um, uh, from El Paso that did my year uh, did a year abroad here when I was also doing a year abroad and he passed out drunk he he had like a serious drinking problem <laughs> he passed out drunk on the street twice um, and oh yeah I know, I know who you're up. talking about I don't want to say his name but yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they, they picked him up gave him first time they're like 35 bucks for the whole thing because they like took him to the hospital and shit and had him there for a day and the second time they're like that's on us <laughs> and and because they were like, this is clearly a problem. And and, and this is indicative of, of, of that intersection, you know? Because here, yeah. I don't have to worry about healthcare. And, What's the and, same as and people okay. taking Ubers to the hospital now instead of ambulances? Yeah, because we just, yeah, just cut out this funding. We, we, we just, we, it's, it's, it's good. Uber's making great money, okay? They're doing well. <laughs> you know what? If they lose the hospital, like, okay, I'm just excited That's, for the day. When, when are we going to get Uber for nurses where the kid just has to, like, send a Snapchat with, like, a sick emoji and then gets treated? That's my See, favorite business idea is um, just taking a unionized industry and disrupting it by forcing people to do it for pennies on an app. <laughs> 
Uh, well, what I was thinking is we could just get one step further than that and just uh, – we can just do Uber for the police and just have <laughs> private organizations that will just come and like bounce people out of your house for you whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> that that'll totally not result in even more black people getting shot. Or you can also, get an Uber like, Cop X, which is just a paddy wagon, <laughs> multiple stops. <laughs> Uber Cop. Well, no, that's an essential service. You don't have to worry about that. It's so. Run. <laughs> it's like the fire brigades from Gangs of New York that are exactly. just running around like that's clubbing exactly. people over the heads. <laughs> that's actually what I was oh, thinking of. Just, like, stealing your shit. It's like <laughs> the 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 descriptions of like Chicago in the early 1800s when like the fire fire department would just stand outside of the house and extort money as it burned. But no, that's what it's going to be with this nurse thing. We're going back to a Dickensian world where schools are just giant sanatoriums. Like your gym is now going to be the TB ward of your public school. <laughs> <laughs> Except it'll be the pig flu or whatever. Yeah, we can't like stop. We basic already have like diseases because there's we no also, nurses. We have a serious problem with childhood diabetes because there's no access to food that isn't pumped full of Iowa corn <laughs> syrup. We're gonna go back. All the school nurses are gonna be wearing spice masks from the plague. <laughs> It'll the, work the, the because big, then the kids will be the too scared to noses. too scared to come to school. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We'll have like big cloaks and beak doses. Yeah, we're going back to leeches, just big yeah. jars of leeches and slap <laughs> one on, send it back to class. I could be in Okay, there. 100% Peter Thiel is going to come out with some bullshit where you slap <laughs> leeches on poor children so he can drink their blood. That <laughs> That's how we're, we're full circle back to the blood. <laughs> but I mean, uh, he's going to disrupt the school nursing industry <laughs> by taking the blood of children. Literally leeching children to death. <laughs> Well, I think I just I mean, yeah, I think we've mostly covered it. But yeah, I just it uh, it is kind of so indicative of how awful this is that. Yeah, not only do we not just have regular socialized health care like the rest of the but, free yeah, world, but also prioritizing health care in the schools, like prioritizing <laughs> nursing and, care for kids. And not just are we, we prioritizing do. it, we're prioritizing it by who has ad valorem tax money. <laughs> Who's got the nice houses? That's where the nurses go and the teachers. Yeah. I don't know, man. But I when I when I went to the nurse one time, I was sitting in the nurse's office in some little like in elementary school, right? Some little girl stumbles in and she had apparently like taken like her mom gave her like like Benadryl, NyQuil, you know what I mean? Like a number of meds to help with with fucking allergies. Said to take one, do whatever. She took them all, and so she must have been like that nurse helping that little girl who was probably robo tripping like a motherfucker. You know, <laughs> that was absolutely necessary, and I fully agree that we need to find. Also, where am I supposed to go when I don't want to go to gym? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I have a stomach ache again. Uh, I have a so stomach ache every chips day. With the every day before gym. <laughs> Uh, I just always eat sugar-free gummy bears every day before gym. Just... <laughs> like five bags of flaming hot Cheetos, and you're just like, I need to, I need to do a nurse diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. There, there, there was also a kid who I knew who uh, just yeah, ate and hot. We're not, like... we're not paying these people enough to deal with his having diarrhea <laughs> in their office. Can I do ate hot sauce on an empty stomach and then went and like threw up all over the nurse's <laughs> office? <laughs> I was like, they don't deserve that shit. No, they deserve to be well paid. If if you have to deal with teenagers that are also trying to get out of shit, that that's bad. Like yeah, that's you, bad. 
I mean, these, some of these people have to deal with middle schoolers, the worst type of people. <laughs> oh my god! I oh my god! Middle you have to deal me. with a middle schooler. You're they a saint, smell and they're like doing, they're going through puberty and hate themselves, and, and yeah, just having to deal with that. Yeah, and you and everything, they, and all they want to do is <laughs> masturbate a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, having to deal with these people should be an incredibly highly paid job. Yeah, and we're trying to cut it. So I want to I want to say before we move on to the, the the next story, just that I want everyone to keep this story in mind for our our, our conservative reading series. Okay, just just this is the the face of of what we're going to talk about there. So so just keep it in the back of your head. Um, uh, I just wanted to go through some stuff because on on Thursday the eighteenth of January um was the filing deadline for new bills. Um, oh, and we got some 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 good stuff. We got some bad stuff, and we got some. Some Oklahoma stuff, if I could, if I could put it that way. Um, some of this, uh, and so I'm just gonna go through kind of the, the boring shit um, before we get to the, the really good Oklahoma stuff, so to say. Um, there's a thing I didn't know we had this actually in Oklahoma, which is really cool, and I really like it, and I don't like that this guy is saying this, but 1.5% um, of all money going to new uh, construction costs. Uh, goes to art, which is like a cool New Deal holdover that I really like. So if the state of Oklahoma is building something new, they have to make it pretty. They have to put some money to art. And they um, there's a bill to cancel that money during a budget shortfall, which I, I understand on some level because there is a budget shortfall. But still, like that that's a good program. I like that program. Supporting local art is good. Um, there's another one uh, which has an interesting side story. Um, about cutting tax credits, going to wind energy, which is super fucked up because we need to develop wind energy so Oklahoma can have an economy once all the oil is gone. And there's also an actual Dale Gribble in the Oklahoma state legislature that is convinced the wind fucking, the, you know, like like the, the, the wind <laughs> energy agenda or something is putting fucking trackers in his car. <laughs> probably introduce this i'm not sure but he, he he's gonna sign off on it. those big um, spinning things are indoctrinating our kids it's like <laughs> hypnotism some it's weird big voodoo shit big win they're putting fluoride in the air <laughs> <laughs> children's ice cream carl <laughs> jack uh, d ripper I, i'm sorry you guys are making jokes and i get that you all think you're funny and <laughs> but I'll tell you something right now. If I found a tracker on my car, I'd blame Devin Energy in a heartbeat. Well, yeah, but that makes sense. The wind energy, the wind, the fucking big wind is just trying to develop the wind here. <laughs> They're not trying to hold on to their dying fossil fuel empire. Um... Okay, how dare we have the audacity to think we can affect the wind? All right? It's God's wind. I thought we've already established that right now. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> that specific point, in fact. Um, but I just want to say one last thing. We do know that they're putting chemicals in the wind that are turning the freaking frog gay, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we, it's confirmed. It's in that fucking movie Adam is watching while we're recording. I swear to God. They, oh, they shoehorn that into to Af Afghan war porn. Um, uh, a few other things they're going to do. Um, stuff that I like a bit more. Um, somebody wants to raise Oklahoma's minimum wage to $11 an hour. That's mm. good. Any yeah, raise definitely. in the minimum wage is good. It should be, I'm going to 
just come out and say, fuck 15, it should be $22 an hour. That yeah, is... I, that's the level that it was at, like, in the 50s and 60s. That When they passed the federal minimum wage at seven twenty-five an hour, if you adjust yeah. it for inflation, it would be $22 and some odd change. That should be the minimum wage. But, we should you know, at least 11 keep up is with something. That. Uh, that's... And for yeah. Oklahoma, the state that wanted to abolish that. minimum wage, that's a step forward, I'd say. Yeah, anything that, that bumps it up is good. Um, another thing that I think is really cool is uh, uh, a law to require legislators to release where they got uh, the language of a bill from. Oh, we um, were just bro, we were just talking about how the, the federal level just mirrors all the things on Oklahoma <laughs> politics. So how effective is that going to be? Well, it will be effective because then we'll just find out that None of these fucking Republican legislators have any fucking idea what they're doing, and they're just copying and pasting Alex shit that says something I, like, if you're going to make your own energy at home, you have to pay extra. Or if you're going to drive a Prius because you don't pay as much, you don't buy as much gas, you have to pay fucking extra taxes. Just this fucking <laughs> insane shit coming out of. Uh, yeah, like, but I mean, the all fucking of it like spills children out of, the... of Operation Paperclip Nazis that moved here and write policy. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, it's it's a, it's a fun sentiment, but I like to think that we're a little bit more original here with our ideas. Yeah, we do have some crazy ideas, and, and we will get to them. That that they just had to come up with that a whole cloth. Um, but then the last big one that I think is really good is um, to to have a task force look at criminal justice reform, um, which is cool because we should do that. Um, yeah, it's absolutely. Just, we, we've done that before. And they basically were like, maybe nonviolent drug offenses should not be treated like criminally, and we should try and like keep those people out of the criminal justice system. And, and it and happened. Can, it, it happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that's the thing. It didn't have to go to a vote of the people, and then the legislator didn't say that. Oh, you idiots don't know what you actually voted on, so we have to do away with that. Um, that's not what happened. Totally not what happened. Um, but it would be good to have another. Another one do the exact same shit and be like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. Stop. I wonder how many times we have to vote in favor of criminal justice and drug reform before they actually believe the voters. At least one more. Yeah. It's, you know, tomorrow is always a day away, Lassie. Uh, though I guess in this instance, it's criminal justice reform is always a day away. Um, all right, let's let's get. In, what's the dark side of this? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. can't be all sunshine and rainbows. Some yeah. of these, some of these are pretty fucking. Um, I I, I want to do the bad ones, and then we'll do the crazy ones. Um, the first bad one is that there's a guy who has a very long history of of like anti LGBTQIA plus legislation who put out. Um, like, there's this thing where you put a thing, uh, a bill in, and you haven't filled it out yet, so that you just, like, get it in on time, and you can work on the language, and you put one in, and it's going to be an anti-trans bathroom bill, which is fucking crazy. Like, anti-trans bathrooms bills are just disgusting, useless shit. They're, they're terrible. Yeah, um, well, it seems like they always try and, like, at least once a year, someone tries to, like, sneak this in, like, some sort of bathroom bill. Didn't that happen last year? They had like a bathroom bill. I mean, it happens yeah. pretty much every fucking year, and it also comes from the dumbasses that continually are, which we'll get to in a little bit. I'm talking about chemical castration, my dude. When you're yeah. being caught with all of the underage kids in motel rooms, hello. Yeah, because because that's 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 uh, you know uh, another one, but we'll we'll get to that. I mean, the thing with the anti-trans bathroom bill is it's like Oklahoma does have 
the most per year anti-LGBTQIA plus bills, right? Like, and it's a continued thing, and this is some fucking reactionary chud coming from Bixby saying that he's afraid to go to the bathroom with somebody who he he would almost assuredly not notice as a transgender person. And also, like... Yeah, almost like, always it's predicated off the fact that somebody is going to, like, molest children, particularly little white girls. So even, that's m- nearly the entire justification behind all of the bills for this kind of shit. And it's he, absolutely absurd because all of the Republican white men that suggest these bills diddle kids. Yeah, they're, they're the ones doing that. <laughs> like, like, it's actually like, a, a true it, thing. Yeah, literally. Republican legislators diddling, like, sexually assaulting people in bathrooms, and there are trans people doing it because trans people don't fucking do that. Yeah, no, that's not a thing that ever happens. <laughs> but you have your fucking Ralph Shorties and this fucking family values party that's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, okay? People just want to go to the bathroom. Nobody is sexually assaulting people in the bathroom, okay? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't tend to happen. I had an experience yeah. when I was about 14 in Paris where I did not understand how to use a coin-operated slot in a public bathroom, and an <laughs> older French woman walked up behind me and made it very clear that I had ruined her day. And uh, <laughs> after that, I was like, man, bathrooms are a crazy place, and they are not... They, they can't be more frightening than this. And so I've been fine with bathrooms since then. Oh, you didn't well, think yeah, the asshole it's, washing it's, in France was too weird? Uh, I never mind. I'm not going to tell that story on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I actually had a similar experience. The first time I was I was abroad, I went to a bathroom and this bar just had a unisex bathroom, right? But it had um, urinals in it. So I went to pee and I was peeing in a urinal and a woman came out of a stall and she just acted like it was normal. And I was like, holy fuck, does she know she's in the wrong bathroom? And then I was like, oh. It, it does not matter. This is the least sexy location on the planet. No one gives yeah. a shit. We're all in here to get the gross stuff out of us. It's not It's not a thing. <laughs> and then I was okay with unisex bathroom. Like, it's not, not an issue. Definitely Unless a conditioned these, issue. These weird sexual pathologies that all of these fucking Republican old white man, which will be kicked out in our Marxist-Leninist lunchableist um, yep. <laughs> revolutionary society. bottom of the ocean. Um, can we drop the Can we drop the age to fifty? Is that Can we amend that? <laughs> I, maybe I don't. We, well, I have a talk at the party council, Democratic Fair. Central. <laughs> um, but on on the one Parker teased um, another guy, a, another bill said uh, that we should chemically castrate sex offenders, uh, which is insane. You know. This is coming from the party that doesn't like the government coming into your life, and they're saying that the government should be able to fucking castrate you if you commit certain kinds of sex offense, which is just really beyond understanding for An me. Actual, like that is like medieval draconian law enforcement measure. I don't know. I, I think that we could. It would definitely be really successful for pay per view, but. Probably not. Oh my god! Probably Have you guys not seen Death Race? If we're gonna do this, <laughs> let's fucking do this. This is late, latest stage capitalism, boys. We don't have to play no. games anymore. We you did. were talking about watching the NFL halftime of the uh, halftime of the, the the Sunday night football. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? That'd be that'd be great. I know. I I say I fuck say Lady I Gaga. Say, fuck fuck Beyonce. Love the Queen. No, but okay. you know. Here here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like. You just make it pay-per-view and then make all those funds go back to, like, you know, paying nurses. And I'm fine with it. 
I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm mostly an anarchist so I can hunt my enemies. And <laughs> have your own island of Dr. Morale. <laughs> island of Dr. Disney is, I think, Adam's actual island. Uh, but I just, like, oh, man. It also, it's not like we have a, don't have an eighth amendment, but. Well, it's just, I mean, it's insane. It's like. And you look at the history of this kind of shit, like, this is just, this is not acceptable. And whoever, you know, um, this was put in by uh, Rick West, um, who's Dude. who's a Republican. Um, I'm pulling up where he's from right now because I forgot to look that up. Did you uh, actually who, read, the, like, the term, like, the, the verbiage used in this, in this, like, legislation? Like, I, even I in decent... Like you could you could be castrated for indecent proposals uh, for, to a child of sixteen years of age. Like just even proposing things. Ah, no, dick gotta go. You can be castrated for watching the movie Indecent Proposal. <laughs> I, I, I I will say that you should be castrated if you watch the movie American Beauty. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you had to I mean, include a forcible sodomy. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Got to have that transphobic rhetoric, my friend. Yeah, or, always. Yeah. Always got to have that. And it's just, it's fucking, it's insane. I, I mean, this guy is from the Bigfoot capital of Oklahoma. That's not a joke. He represents the four county. That is where there are the most Bigfoot sightings in Oklahoma. Um, he used to Bigfoot. stand on the side of the highway and throw rocks at cars. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> shout out to Bigfoot. Bigfoot, go sit down and have a reasoned debate with this guy. And scare him out of this, because this is unacceptable. And actually, if you do the show and you want to do be, something... There should not be separate bathrooms for Bigfoots. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I have actually it should, there shouldn't. It should be for everybody. Unisex, unimammalian. Um, but, like, seriously, no cats. Uh, I mean, look this guy up and call him and be like, this is not acceptable. You can't, can't say this shit. Um, that's crazy. You should not be... The government should not be in the business of castrating people. No, no, yeah. no. That's, that's yeah. Really I guess that's like up. a medieval thing to do. It, it really is. I, I mean, it really is. And it's part. It's part of the same shit where you have these anti-trans bathroom bills, where you're just like, no, we, you know, so, like, like we, the government is supposed to control how you, you know, the mores of sexual activity, and it shouldn't. Except in the case of sure violent stuff, but but how it yeah, should control that's... those mores is rehabilitation. You know? Every like every Republican Loki wants to do eugenics, though. Yeah, that's very true. Loki. That's... <laughs> well, you some sure of they're them not, not screaming so about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So why don't you go to uh, tell us tell us one of these uh, wacky new laws? Okay. Um, uh, the first wacky. Well, I'm just gonna go in the order I listed it uh, here. Um, oh no! Wait, we got one more offensive law. Never mind. Oh. Because um, we have another. Anti, oh. Another homophobic law, um, oh, which is um, a law uh, aimed at, uh, what's it called? Protecting freedom of conscience from Government Discrimination Act, right? <laughs> and the idea is basically that we should bring back Jim Crow. It's just instead of for black people, it should be for LGBTQIA plus people. And the whole idea is that you should be able to refuse business to people based on your like religious beliefs. And this includes like medical workers, you know? Um, which which is really frightening because people, if if a bill like this gets passed, it would not be crazy to imagine, you know, 
say, a Catholic hospital refusing to do certain kinds of abortions. I actually have um, an aunt of mine got told by her priest she couldn't get an abortion in, in a situation where not getting an abortion was basically going to kill her, and, and she literally died. And, and, and they want to make that legal. They want to make you protected for doing that. And, yeah. and you could totally imagine, like, a trans person going to a yeah, hospital. Denying care to any, yeah, any LGBTQ person just because they say it's against their religious beliefs. They can do that under that bill, which is yeah. terrible. It, I mean, it's... It, it, should, it's, be, it's just, it should be a crime, obviously. Mm. And it should. It should be something that you can take somebody to court and say that they um, refuse to serve me, you know, because I'm, um, you know, because I'm a gay man or because I'm I'm a lesbian woman or because I'm a, a, a trans person, you know? And this fucking guy from Ada he wants to make that legal. And it's not about, you know, the whole idea here is that, oh, it's supposed to protect your fucking moral beliefs or something. But it's not. It's so that you can discriminate. And the government should step in and say that, no, you don't get to tell other people how to live like this. You don't get to behave like this. You know, that's the whole point of the fucking First Amendment, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm, absolutely. And the 14th, as it turns out. Entirely. Like, we we had a fucking war about this. We had a fucking massive civil rights movement about ending discrimination in this kind of instance. And um, uh, somebody somebody said in this article that we pulled for this, um, <laughs> which, I think, which I think is extremely good, right? Uh, from a person from... Uh, Oklahomans for Equality, this uh, this person, Toby Jenkins, said, a healthcare provider who refuses to treat somebody needs to get out of that business and needs to go work at McDonald's. They're in the wrong line of business. And that's true. And we shouldn't be giving those people protection. We should yeah. be, you know... If, if you're not going to take care be... of anyone who needs medical service, you should not be in the medical industry. If there's anybody that should be chemically castrated... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, but so, let's get on to the fun one. Let's yeah. yeah. On one, right? <clears throat> um, the first fun one, I'm going to go with the, the less crazy and then the more crazy. So so the less crazy one is that um, Oklahoma State Senator Ron Sharp wants to... Is that Ron Sharp? Ron Sharp, yes, uh, I believe. He looks like Ron Sharp. The, the, the Lost Ogle has a really good article on it, and they he, say his photo was like a like... glamour shots photo. It's... <laughs> He looks like he sharded right as they took the photo. Just, just so we don't get flamed on the internet, Ogle. Ogle, okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck Sorry. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but he he wants to um require professional development training on the issue of teachers having sex with students, <laughs> which is already a thing that's required by law in the state of Oklahoma. It, Does it, he not look like a, a really shitty knockoff Chris Hansen? <laughs> like, just a really stoned Chris Hansen. A, a, a very shardy Chris Hansen, if you will. Yeah, yeah, he, he oh. definitely is clenching his butthole in that photo. Uh, I'm gonna throw him up on the album art, I think. Oh, please. Uh, yes, that's confirmed now. Uh, Found our thumbnail? Yeah, I think so. But it's just, like, that. Why? <laughs> I mean, I get it. There's been a ton of teachers in the news fucking students, and clearly training is not the issue here. If you were, like, 27 and fucking a high schooler, like, training <laughs> is not why you're doing that. You're yeah, not at be all. really sure that they know that he is very anti-pedophile. He just really <laughs> wants people to know that. 
Right, and not only that, but his examples were trying to seduce underage students with nude pics, romantic candles, and cat shirts. And we already had that discussion <laughs> where, you know, if you're offered a cat I, shirt. If you're offered a cat shirt, I'm going to... That's a good trade, you know? <laughs> that's a good trade for a lot of things. I'm not going to make a judgment uh, on this specific issue, but it is, it is a good trade. Um, but the thing that is going to happen now, I predict this, in like five years or something, he's going to leave the legislature, get term limited, Become a teacher and sleep with a student and break the law that he passed. He's gonna rob forty. <laughs> love it. Oh my gosh. Whoa. He's gonna do it. <laughs> that that's just par for the course, man. You're not even telling us anything we don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. This is called being in the Oklahoma legislature. Um, but so, the the last one. This is this is a fucking good one. This this is fucking crazy. <laughs> so. There is a some like fucking it's 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 an amendment to some already existing law, right? And the already existing law says this: um, all wildlife found in this state is the property of the state of Oklahoma, right? Is the property of the state. Um, but he wants to change that to all wildlife found in this state is the property of Almighty God, the people of the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> Place the authority to manage all wildlife pursuant to the Oklahoma legislature. <laughs> That's actual Shania law. <laughs> so, Shania law. I, I, I want to I say a couple quick things on this. So, like, one, it is really funny because, like, since we're such a heavy wildlife state, um, there is a lot of law that goes into, like, who owns wild animals because technically they are owned. <laughs> And like the other part of Joe it is, Exotic owns all the wild animals. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, Joe that's Exotic's law. the only one. Um, but like, why the, did they replace it with Joe Exotic? Can't we do that with Almighty God? He's I've already done that, that in my life. It's in my religion. Yeah, no, the, we the government shut down, guys. You guys are you're 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 wildin'. Oklahoma yeah, and the, the federal government aren't budgeted. You you guys are lighting the laws. The the right. launchable and a half. party <laughs> platform is that all wildlife in the state of Oklahoma belongs to Joe Exotic, especially <laughs> tigers escape from their cages during tornadoes. Very important. <laughs> oh man! But like the other part of this that I find so interesting is that like while on its face this seems like wacky and crazy and like why would you do this? But like it's really funny to me that like. For, you know, prior to like, you know, even the creation of this country, but like in plenty of other countries, like anytime you had a monarchy, like everything belonged to God as administered to by the king. And so like, <laughs> this is just like, oh yeah, you know what's hilarious? 1672. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of is the Oklahoma State Legislature though, just the acting arm of the Christianity in our states. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to pass just so that, like, we could sue them and just rake in that fucking First Amendment money, you know? Like, Wait. we could rake in the First Amendment money at the federal level and at the state level because the Oklahoma Constitution the, the, is more strict than than the U.S. Constitution Wait, on the, religion. The dollar. If, if my God is win Satan, does that mean wins? I can... If my God is Satan, can I slaughter goats? Is that yes. what that means? No, you can only put a statue up at the state capitol. It's the only thing. Uh, <laughs> Well, can't you just think of like somebody noodling and being like, "Man, that's God's fish." <laughs> I guess I can't can't touch that. Jeez. Uh. Speaking of crazy things that Oklahomans are doing, do you want to do the conservative reading list for the week? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> this week we're we're um 
gonna leave the Oklahoman alone. Uh, we're sorry, Oklahoma editorial board. We still hate you. Um, <laughs> we still hate you. <laughs> Don't worry. Forever and always. <laughs> that that will not change. Oh, so we become my you. Hate <laughs> for you. Uh, but we're 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 reading a, a, an editorial published in the Tulsa World by Steve Fair, who's the fourth district chairman of the Oklahoma Republican Party. So that's uh, the the southwestern Oklahoma. I bet you it's going to be including hell of fair. What a yeah, reading. he's it's it, it's good. It's good. Let, let's let's go that. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, and, and it's really short. So we're just going to read straight through it. Uh, we're going to read through it and comment. Um, so he starts. Republicans have traditionally been for smaller government, lower taxes, and personal responsibility. The GOP platform states the role of government is to protect individuals' rights and that individuals and society are better off when the government is less involved in citizens' lives. This is from the same party that wants to chemically castrate people, wants to tell you which bathroom you can use. Um, yeah, so it sounds on. like they're minding their own business. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, really preserving <laughs> the status quo. <laughs> uh, and, and then he uh, contrasts that. Uh, the Democrat platform states that government's role is to regulate private enterprise parentheses, banking, manufacturing, healthcare, etc., and parentheses, and to help the downtrodden. Simply put, Democrats believe government is the solution to most problems. Republicans believe government is the problem. We're those the year damn, of politics. Those <laughs> damn spendocrats. Yeah. <laughs> those, those dumb Democrats that want to help the downtrodden. Like wait, 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 wait. I got thing. one. I got one. I got one. The Democrats. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Didn't we already agree that leeches are the only solution here? <laughs> yeah, we should leech his brain out, actually. Um, oh, that's fair. <laughs> this is bloodletting. We're, we're back to the 1670-what? Two. Oh, oh bloodletting. Humors? This is <laughs> humors, yeah. You have four humors. Um, very real science. That's why he doesn't want to regulate healthcare, because he believes that, probably. Um, and he suffers from an excess of bile. <laughs> He's actually pure bile. <laughs> what about the bile bathroom? Okay, if you're gonna, we should regulate that. I don't want to pee next to some bile. I'll pee next to trans. I don't give a shit about that. But bile, not acceptable. Be fair. Um, then <laughs> we, I am biophobic. Um, that's true. Um, th then he, then he says something just fucking ridiculous. Um. A, two, a 2012 Gallup poll showed that voters' views on the size of government align with the party they identify with. One, why is it a poll from 20 fucking 12? It's 2018, dude. Yeah, no, 2012 rules are out the window. <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. Nothing is Here, insane. Here's a poll also, from before the world ended, okay? There, this makes it poll, legitimate. There's an Oklahoma poll from 2017 saying, December 2017, that we talked about last episode. Saying that all the shit you say in this article is fucking trash, <laughs> coming from a majority of Republicans. Um, but but let's go. Let's keep going. Um, <clears throat> oh wait, no, one last thing. Of course, voters' views on the size of government align with the party they identify with. Oh my god! Didn't you the just Pope say that? Does shit in the fucking woods, guys. <laughs> uh, what a surprise. Um, so so he, he continues. Uh, Eighty-two. Parentheses, the number 82 and parentheses, in case you didn't know from reading it, uh, percent of Republicans polled felt that the government was doing too much, while 67, again, the number in parentheses. He cannot, he doesn't out. know how semicolons work, does he? <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't know Nor how to write at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
while 67% of Democrats felt that the government should be doing more in recent years, the difference between the two parties has become difficult to ascertain, particularly at the state level. Not true. Not true. Poll came out in December. We talked about it last show. Utterly untrue. Um, <laughs> but then we start getting to the good stuff. Um, <clears throat> Oklahoma House Speaker Pro Temp, Representative Harold Wright R. Weatherford, has announced he will present a joint res- uh, House joint resolution in the upcoming session that, if passed by Oklahoma voters, would lower the number of legislative votes needed to raise taxes from 75% to 60%. Quote, I am proposing legislation that would put a vote to a vote, a change in the revenue raising requirement in the Constitution that would lower the requirement to 60%. The same as a school bond issue. Many agreed that this would be a fair compromise and still make it difficult to raise revenue. There will be a opposition to this measure, but I hope you will support the change in order to make your state government more effective, end quote. Wright said, everyone is more effective, but it appears Wright's proposal only makes it more effective for the legislature to raise taxes, which is the thing that's not working in our state government right now. (laughs) Literally. The exact thing that is keeping our government from being effective. So it makes a lot of sense. You never raise taxes, ever. And it's true. Since... This fucking idiot-ass requirement, state question 640 was passed. There has not been a tax increase in the state of Oklahoma. Literally. That's not good. It's not 1992. It's 2018. We need to raise taxes. We can't pay for nurses in schools. Yeah, like, I mean, like that's all we talk about is how every <laughs> single state-run institution in the state is, like, collapsing because of a lack of funding. And they're like... So what you're telling us is we need to make extra sure people can't raise taxes. We just got to make sure that when like 73% of the legislature votes to raise taxes that we can't do it. It's, it's fucking crazy. Um, and and he, he, he goes on. Uh, like, the rationale behind this is always like if we start taxing, you know, the wealthy people will leave and all the wealth will go away. What's going to make people leave more than just like the bottom of every state institution collapsing? <laughs> It's like everyone's leaving the state because you literally can't get a, a public education or like yeah. drive on roads that work. That's <laughs> like our infrastructure is collapsing, public education. You, your children aren't taken care of in their schools anymore because the nurses are falling oh, asleep on the job because they're exhausted. But oh yeah, just going to Texas. <laughs> yeah, just, and they're like, that's, that's okay. gonna make sure rich people stick around and spend their money. Well, and they any it like makes this argument about effectiveness, and it's like, what is effective about this situation where teachers are fleeing the state in mass? We're at a point where like ten percent or more of teachers aren't certified because we can't hire qualified people because they won't mm-hmm. work here. Like, obviously, this is keeping state government from being effective. You son of a bitch. Yeah, the <laughs> insane amount of like substitute. Like, I actually read a statistic the other day about. The insane rise of substitute teachers, you know what I mean, necessarily, and then being unqualified just because they don't have the ability to pay the majority of teachers and have rotating subs in a number gonna, of classrooms, you know what I mean, trying to pursue curriculum, and how, yeah, how, how the effective of an education is that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. New Silicon Valley app, it's called Teacher, but just with no E and an R, and you can uh, rideshare a teacher to your classroom that you can just pay to sub because you don't have a substitute teachers union. <laughs> It's actually a thing. It's called Teach for America. <laughs> Already exists. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, but but to go on with this, because uh, this is when his bad writing like comes to the fore. Like this is the best thing. Ever. This sentence is just bullshit. Um, 
Currently, 76 House and 36 Senate members have to agree a new tax is needed. A high threshold, but is that a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bad sentence. It's just a bad <laughs> sentence. Um, and, then, and then he goes on. Uh, state question 640 makes it difficult to pass a tax increase, but not impossible. Seems impossible. It's never happened. Um, lowering it to 61 in the ha 61 House and 29 Senate members will certainly mean more taxes. A good thing, because we literally can't fund our schools, and the only reason we can't fund them is because we can't raise taxes. Um, before six, uh, SQ 640 was approved in March 1992 with 56% of the vote, taxes went up every legislative session. If Wright's proposal is passed, Oklahoma takes a giant step backward and will go back to trying to tax itself into prosperity, which didn't work in our state's first century and won't work now. How is Oklahoma prosperous now? Like, we're not. Was we're it prosperous very... back then? It's never been particularly prosperous. <laughs> That's what I mean, I mean. There's always been a core group of wealthy oil people who suck money out of the state. Yeah, I think that's who he's talking about. Coffers. Yeah. <laughs> These fucking actual lizard people. I drink um, your milkshake, Oklahoma legislature. <laughs> <laughs> our, our tax cut legislatures do bring all the boys to the yard, I have to say. That's why T. Boone Pickens built that stadium. Um... <laughs> Uh, but but to round it out, um, maybe Representative Wright doesn't remember those years before SQ 640. Or perhaps Representative Wright remembers when we could afford to pay for the things that our government says is important and wants that time back. <laughs> um, but he, he goes on with the dumbest fucking rhetorical question ever. Perhaps he has embraced the concept the government is the solution, not the problem. But whatever his motivation, his proposal is not consistent with Republican principles or the GOP platform, which is weird. When you say that about a party that believes in like paying your bills and personal responsibility and so on, and we say that we need these teachers, we say that we want you to do this work, and then we refuse to pay you the money to fucking do it, okay? It's not in line with Republican. It's not even in line with their own fucking shit. And he sits here and says this because he fucking spins on some fucking idiot bullshit and talk and gets published in in the Tulsa world. You know, it's just insane. Um. But to finish, to finish it, the Republican leadership in Oklahoma needs to spend more time searching for wasting, uh, for wasting state government, and less time trying to get more of the taxpayers' money. The uh, opposite of effective is worthless, which is what Wright's proposal is, because we do know right now <laughs> the that... opposite of effective is worthless. Yeah. Um, I so think I don't think it is. I think the opposite of effective is ineffective. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you guys by ask that too logic, many questions. I mean, by that logic, state question 640 is worthless because it's keeping us from funding basic programs needed to run the state. Like, we can't afford to run anything right now. We can't keep fucking schools. We can't afford to have nurses take care of kids' diabetes because they don't have health care. Well, and he's he saying like that that's effective. What, he doesn't even lay out what we get from raising taxes. He's just like, or from not raising taxes. It's like, just like, we can't do it. Why? Well, you want them what? to do any of the ankle deep analysis, my dude? No. Well, no, because because the, the only thing is, oh, to make sure that the rich people keep their money. Of course, that's like so they but provide he, no alternative for why it's a good thing to keep taxes where they're at. I mean, they don't even say that. They just say it's good because it keeps the government out of your life or something, or like it, the, the economies. But like he doesn't lay out anything. It's just like it's true that it's better when taxes are low, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah that's really great. Ooh, fucking... sweeping, generalizing uh, claims. Ooh. I mean, yes, yeah, the like shitty libertarian oh, yeah, opinion yeah. that there should be just no public institutions and all everything is subscription service and 
only rich people get things. I don't see yeah, any and... problems with the description you're making. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he also says this shit where he's like, oh, we need to spend more time searching for waste in state government. There is no more waste in state government. Oklahoma state government is so fucking sold for parts yeah, at this point that we, we can't pay for sucking the marrow out of the bones of our economy. There's just like, nothing left. There's not anything left for there to be waste. I know that there's this whole fucking deal with the health department in the state, but apparently all of that has to do with the health department in the state trying to find a way to just pay for the things the state says it needs to pay for. And, I mean, we know that the problem, like, we know that the problem with our education system is that we don't fund it enough because teachers move away and won't work here. It's not a waste um, issue. It's literally not. This was like, a uh, Nick Nick Vandervoort hypothesis, but just saying, I can't remember what it was in relation to, but eventually saying like the Oklahoma government gets so terrible at its job that the federal government should just step in and dissolve the state and like make it a territory again. <laughs> Y'all have lost privileges. Yeah, yeah. we just get downgraded. Y'all Indian territory again, okay? <laughs> Uh, if only. Well, the hey, judge lives in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and there's no real laws. <laughs> well, yeah. Carl, do you want to give us some uh, uh, socialist events happening this week? Yeah. So I, I haven't figured out how I want to order them yet. Uh, I, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to go through how, how I put them in the document. So there's, there's no particular weight put on the order here. Um, but uh to start oklahoma city dsa is going to do a medicare for all watch party on tuesday the 20 january 23rd at the press from 5 30 to 8 30. um green country dsa also is doing a medicare for all watch party on tuesday the 23rd at pippin's tap room from six to eight um they've also got an electoral wor working group on wednesday january 24th at the central library from seven to eight thirty and the Health Justice Working Group is meeting on Saturday, January 27th at the Schusterman Library at OU Tulsa from 1.30 to 3. Um, and then we've got Red Dirt Defense, the Oklahoma, the John Brown Gun Club affiliate in the state. Uh, they're having an inter-organization range day and cookout with Green Country DSA and the Solidarity Through Food Kitchen on January 28th from 11 to 3.30. Uh, Adam, you know anything about that? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, Carl, you've been, you've been organizing, but, uh, I, I, I'm going to be at, uh, the, this event at Red Dirt Defense, um, this weekend. Um, and, um, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to have a mic with me. I'm going to be doing, trying to talk to some people and hear what some people have to say about how, what they think about the, uh, the state government and also, uh, out there to see what people think about the show. So that'll be exciting. Um, I know that they'd said that they'd like everyone to know that targets of people won't be allowed and that while it's free, they're asking anyone who can to bring either nine millimeter or, uh, two, two, three or five fifty six caliber ammo to contribute to the group. As long as it's not hand loaded, um, you can bring your own guns if you like, but they will be doing safety checks on all firearms. Yeah, and so if you can go to that, you can uh, meet one of us in, in, in real life. We're not just strange voices yelling at you. Uh, well, that's I'm cool. Still strange voice um, yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just uh, uh, one more thing I want to mention. Um, the UCO Socialist Alliance is having coffee with a commie on Wednesday, January 24th at the UCO LAR building in room 211 from 2 to 4. And uh, OU, Young Democratic Socialists, won't be having anything till February, they've told me. So... That's some of the stuff that's going on. There's more stuff. You can check all, all, all these groups' Facebook pages. I'm going to have all of this 
posted up in the Reddit post with links and so on, so you all can see what's going on. And, uh, you know, like like we always say, socialism is not just listening to podcasts, it's getting organized. Um, so go out there, meet some people, just start doing start doing some stuff. If, you, if you've got the time, you know, try and make the time. Coffee with a commie. You know, we're, we're doing something here, making our own government, so enjoy the anarchy for now, but pretty <laughs> soon we'll be in control. Yeah. And... Uh, Running, running yeah. everything. That'll be the way. And when uh, we do, you'll know when you get a lunchable in your mailbox. Okay? Yep. Yeah. That'll, that'll, be, that'll be how we tell you. <laughs> well, hey, I want to give a big shout out to everyone who went and participated in uh, the Women's March uh, over the weekend. A uh, bunch of the pictures I've seen uh, coming out of that have been amazing. And I love seeing the solidarity that could come together through events like that. Uh, we didn't mention it last week, um, but I do want to give a, a big shout out to MLK. Uh, uh, good, good guy, good guy. Uh, and uh, last week was socialist day. Yeah. Uh, also a socialist. So, um, as always, Twitter's at Red Star over OK. We got the subreddit R Red Star over Oklahoma, and that's where, like Carl said, he posts all those links and uh, everything else. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes at Red Star or under Red Star over Oklahoma. And any questions, comments, complaints, critiques, general, uh, you know, bad mouthing. Uh, you can shoot over at redstaroverok at gmail.com. Hey, guys, to please tell your friends. Um, rate and review on iTunes. It is super easy. Uh, it won't accept my review of my own podcast. So uh, I keep trying to review, and it keeps telling me I'm not allowed to. So uh, someone else do it for me, and uh, uh, everyone have a great week. See you guys then. Bye. Yeah. See you. Well, I heard, I heard Mark Zuckerberg can't come unless he's strangling a homeless person. Are you going to switch over right now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs>